What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? Mr. Burke Green, back in the house, sir. How are you keeping, my man? I'm very well. Very well, thank you. Very much looking forward to this fight card. There are literally more good fights than I could comfortably shake a stick at. You know, cause my shoulder gets tired when you're shaking the stick for too long. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I Literally, even looking at the early prelims, I cannot believe some of the names on this card and some of the matchmaking as well. It's phenomenal. Pretty yeah. good time to be a fight fan. Absolutely, man. UFC 276. Again, we're playing the time machine game. It's tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Coming to you live. The pinnacle of UFC fight week that's been going on all week. There you go, man. It's uh, it, it's like uh, it's a fight fan's dream. Like it's an old school fight fan's dream because this card is stacked with awesome fighters who are not like there's a few old school guys and there's a few new up and comers that are kind of well known, uh, but no one on the card has that star. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I get that's that shine that the UFC are giving, apart from maybe Israel Adesanya, but not not just yet, you know. So again, fight fight fans dream. Yeah, for it. me, it's just some of the yeah, some of the names that you're seeing just on the prelims alone. It's like the the early prelims could be a fight night. Yeah. Like easily. Like very, very easily. Yeah. It's uh yeah, because I'm always because obviously it's UFC Fight Week, and uh, it ties into um, it always brings back a lot of memories. The UFC Fight Week because it's the first the first UFC event I ever went to was UFC Fight Night '90 in Vegas for UFC Fight Week, uh, leading up to UFC 200. Wow. That was the first UFC event I went to. I was also at UFC 200 a couple of days later, but that was the first UFC Fight Night I ever went. That was the first UFC event I ever went to live. Uh, it was headlined by um, Rafael de Sanos and Eddie Alvarez for the lightweight title. That was where Eddie Alvarez beat oh, Rafael right. de Sanos. He uh, destroyed he also, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet wow. on, I bet on him as well. I was like, wow. he, the, the, I only got one bet wrong the entire like fight week, and it was, it wasn't even a proper bet because I wouldn't have placed it if it was, if it was because they wouldn't let me do a parlay. Vegas is not that good for betting, guys. I, yeah. I hate to shatter the illusion, but I was like, right, I want Brock Lesnar by decision. And they were like, no, 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 just win last. I was like, just win last? But the odds are terrible. What? I can't wow. bet on the method. They're like, no. I was like, well, okay, right. Let me put all these together on like an accumulator. And I was like, accumulator? I was like, like a, a parlay, I think you call it. No, no, just what you see. It's like, what? Wow. This is Vegas. Are you kidding me? It was basic. It was basic bitch betting. I didn't like it. Yeah. But. I don't know much about gambling and I don't know much about Vegas, but I did hear that they like to keep, especially when there's so many variables uh, for, for things like UFC, like MMA specifically, uh, boxing, um, because, and again, with boxing, because it's so corrupt. They probably know who the winner is. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. <laughs> you know what I mean? They know the winner the two weeks before the fight. Um, but when it comes to Vegas, I know nothing about it, but I know people who've been there who tell me that it's 
uh, you know, it, it's very down the middle. They like to keep their variables low and, uh, and, and that's enough about that. But um, so you went to that fight night a couple of days before UFC 200. You were at 200. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That was, what, that was the first UFC event I ever went to. Me and my mate got tickets to UFC 200. And then we thought, well, whilst we're there, we might as well go, might as well head there a few days early. Because I think I believe the UFC fight night was on the Thursday. I think we flew out on the Wednesday mm. and we stayed, we only stayed until the Sunday. But I'm trying, it, yeah. so I'm but trying to yeah, recap was, the, um, what was the card? The, the, the final three was Misha versus Amanda. Misha um, versus Amanda. Daniel Cormier fought Anderson Silva. He did, yeah. And was that the one with Brock and Mark Hunt? It was oh, indeed, yes. Wow. Yes, it was. You saw those live. Oh, and don't, let's let's not forget um, Cain Velasquez knocking out uh, Travis Brown with a spinning wheel kick. Yeah, yeah. Geez, that's yeah. right. On the yellow yeah. canvas as well. Yeah, yeah. Jim Miller fought Takanori Gomi. Uh, yeah. Johnny Hendricks fought, I can't remember who. Um, Diego Sanchez fought as well. I'm, pretty sure joe lozon also thought i'm trying to remember I, I, every now and again i watched the whole card again just just so i could sit there and be like ah oh, memories yeah yeah were you uh how, how close were you to the cage oh we were in the nosebleed for the for uf for ufc 200 we were in the nosebleeds we were like mm. like right at the top and those were still 500 dollar tickets you know what i mean like really? it, it was crazy but it was just the atmosphere more than anything and like and the fact I was, uh, you know, cause I, I, I see there's no shame in it. I am a huge Brock Lesnar fan. Like people, 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 people. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Brock Lesnar's the man. Like a lot of people, a lot of people talk a lot of shit on fucking Brock Lesnar, all of which they would not say to his face or anywhere within earshot of him. Cause the man, he's like, doesn't matter what you think of him. He's a once in a lifetime athlete. No, he he went to he, he had the balls to go to the UFC. He won the heavyweight title. Do you know, it doesn't matter how weak the division was back then. He can only fight the guys that are put in front of him. But, and yeah, he got the title shot because you know he had his name. However, he had to win that belt. Randy Couture wasn't just giving that belt to him. Randy Couture put up a good fight as well. If you remember right, I, I gave Randy the first round. It was yeah. just Brock's freak athleticism that allowed him to land that punch and just swarm on him and yeah yeah so for me the opportunity to see brock lesnar uh fight mark hunt that was the real i mean obviously once the john jones daniel cormier two fight fell through like that was the icing on the cake. for me i was more excited about brock against mark hunt just because that's like obviously i wanted to see john jones fight daniel cormier obviously like that was the reason we went to see that card, our reasoning was that these fights fall out so often that we might as well go to a card that's ridiculous, not unlike UFC 276, incidentally. <laughs> yeah. that, because when the main event inevitably falls out for whatever reason, at least it's still an absolutely fantastic card. Because could you imagine mm -hmm. like spending all that money going over to Vegas and like John Jones and DC are headlining a card that, with respect, is full of, you know, really good fighters but no real kind of names not like ufc 200 ufc 200 they were shoving it all in because they were trying to sell the company and yeah, yeah could you imagine going to work spending all that money and then 
you know, the main event falling out and there aren't really any other fights that you're that excited about, you'd be bummed. Would you? I, I, I would be. Devastated, man. It happened to yeah. us. It happened to us here in Switzerland. Um, I took um, the reins of a UFC trip to Dublin with oh. like six friends here and four friends from, uh, from Cork in down south in Ireland. It was a UFC fight night in the O2 arena or the three arena, whatever it is now in Dublin. And uh, I forget, I don't even remember who the main event was, but the main event and the co-main event both dropped out. Oh, Yeah. So oh. there was six friends from Switzerland and four from, uh, I, I 10 tickets essentially. So it was like, whatever it was. And, um, you know, WhatsApp group, just, Hey guys, it's four days before we're meant to travel. What the fuck do we do? Yeah. And this was only in Europe. Could you imagine Vegas? Like, I um, mean, we we, we got the whole, um, all 10 tickets refunded. We still flew to Dublin. We got, a, there's a UFC bar, like an MMA respected bar on O'Connell Street that we found. And we just watched it, had beer, chicken wings, platters, you name it. Night out in Dublin and then flew back at six o'clock the next morning. That was, a, that was an intense trip. See, that actually sounds really fun though. It was fun. Like being in the bar, like watching, because one of the things that I was saying, obviously we're quite, I say we're lucky. Like we don't, we don't really get the pay-per-view thing over here. Like we, we, I have it on BC Sport. I can watch it at my leisure. However, if we had it at the right time, like in the, in the evening or whatever, I would go to a bar every time I watch the fights, just for the collegiate atmosphere, just for the fun, you know, for the nachos, for the wings, for the good times. Exactly. I would do that every time. But, Obviously, we can't do it. It's going to be off five o'clock in the morning over here. Yeah. So there are pros and cons to it. Yeah. But the, the problem as well is if you've got uh, fight fans who just want to see the fights, that's cool. Uh, if you've got a UFC fan who's learned an armbar and learned how to throw a jab, who's drinking beer, who gets a little bit too uh, into it. Yeah. That's, that's um, pro- yeah. I bet, I bet that happens quite a lot. I mean, yeah. we found out about uh, Cormier and Jones falling out the day we got there. Oh. No, was it? it? No, no. I think it must have been the second day. I don't know. I, well, I know that we were in a dive bar at the time. There was a dive bar on the Vegas trip. We didn't go to any of the expensive places. We just wanted to go to a dive bar, get some <laughs> cheap beer. We were having a great time. And just got the, like, literally, we all got a notification on our phone at the same time. Like, we were all subscribed to the same same like MMA news outlets and it's just like looks at his site and it said um big fight uh removed from UFC two hundred and I literally I was like please don't be Brock please don't be Brock please yeah, don't yeah. be Brock I looked at it it's like oh I mean that still sucks that still yeah, really man. sucks but Brock because at the time they were moving Brock Lesnar to the main event. Like they're like because initially that was their first move because I remember we went to see the open workouts and Mark Hunt did his open workout because he was still trying to cut. I don't understand how Mark Hunt was struggling to get under two sixty five and like Brock was just like walking around managed to. I mean, I don't know if there is any if there was any fuckery there because I mean not not being funny but have you ever seen Brock Lesnar in person? Never, but I've seen him next to people who I've seen. I don't understand how that dude gets under 300 pounds. He's a giant, like a giant, giant, giant. And I'm well, just like, how is, how is Mark Hunt in a sweatsuit over there? Brock's just walking around in a tracksuit. 
just like talking to the like because he, he just got the the microphone. He was he was brilliant on the microphone because he he didn't want to do an open workout. He was just like, nah, don't really fancy doing an open workout. I've I've done all my workouts. I don't I don't need to do an open workout for you guys. I'll answer some questions though. I was like, yeah, yeah. okay then. I mean, if um we can't force you to do an open workout, that's fine. Yeah. And yeah, but but he stood there far longer than Mark Hunt did and answered like loads of questions. Was just like. And uh, I just remember him saying, remember, remember him saying, oh, well, you know, what, what do you think about now being the main event? It's just like, Merry Christmas to Brock Lesnar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. He's he's very, uh, he's very calm on the mic. Like, he never loses his temper. And that, that comes from the, I guess, the persona from the WWE, like the character yeah, so. that he plays, but... Um, but yeah, man, that was that have was. You a- see, have you seen his latest character? That you don't really watch wrestling, do you? Because I, like, nah. I, I don't watch it really, but like I have been catching what Brock's been doing. Because I've seen Brock in interviews. He was on um, Pat McAfee. Yeah. And apparently that is way more. Apparently that is what Brock is like in real life. He just he he's a farmer. He likes to he likes oh, to yeah. farm. He likes to hunt. He likes to barbecue. He likes to drink beer with his buddies. He likes to watch sport and he likes to fight. And that's it. Those yeah, are the things man. that he likes to do. And like, and there's something I like about it. Like apparently he's a great guy. Like if you're one of his buddies, I bet he's a great guy to sit and have a few beers with and just have a laugh with. Yeah. I love, I love what he said about ribs. Connor. Do you remember when Connor was talking trash about WWE? Shit's bigger than you kids. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, He's 145 pounds. That's about one of my legs. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's like, uh, what is he going to do to me? It's like, yeah. Because someone, someone was saying that to me one time. They were legitimately saying, oh, well, you know, but I mean, like, Connor would beat would beat Brock Lesnar. I was like, no, he fucking wouldn't. No. You're out, no. Of, your, you're out of your goddamn mind. It's like the whole Superman, Batman theory. Like, yeah. Do, do you understand why they have weight classes? You know, yeah, it's yeah. not like Brock Lesnar is like a 300 pound guy that doesn't know how to fight. He's a 300 pound guy who is a former UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's beaten like, cause see, Brock never had an easy fight in the UFC. Not yeah. one, not one. M- most people get to work their way up, pad their records with people that are just like his first fight in the UFC was against a former world champion. I don't Mira, think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. He lost, but I don't, uh, I might be wrong. Let us know in the comments, guys, if I am completely out of my mind here. But I, I, I don't remember off the top of my head any other fighter that came into the UFC against a former world champion other than James Tony, because James Tony obviously mm-hmm. fought Randy Couture, but yeah. that was that wasn't really like a that was a bit of a freak show kind of fight. Everyone knew what was going to happen. Everyone, yeah, every, Tony everyone, the week. Every, yeah, he uh, Tony like, the week before Randy the. Couture. Sorry, Carol. Yeah, Tony the week before the fight said that he's going to hit Randy with a left check kick. Yeah. I Who mean, that's that? just... Randy, Randy Couture came out to Stranglehold. Oh, my his, God. His, yeah. his walkout song was Stranglehold. Yeah. <laughs> you try to tell him something? <laughs> yeah, he got the ankle pick, right? And he tried to get the head and arm a couple of times. Yeah, and he, but just, then... he just got him. Yeah. Solid. A, but outside of that, I can't remember... I might be wrong, but I can't remember. It certainly doesn't happen often. I'll say that much. Yeah. Is you know, Lesnar came in and had to fight Frank Mir, who's a former heavyweight champion. I I was so happy when Frank won that fight, and I was so disgusted when Frank lost at 100. 
Oh, I loved it when Frank oh. lost 100. I thought it was one of the most brutal ground and pound beatdowns I think I've ever seen. It was horrible. Yeah. Like, uh, like, there was a point where I was like, oh, ref, you need to stop this. It was when yeah. he was donkey punching him because that's what they are, donkey yeah. punches. When you overstrap like, the, the back yeah. and he was punching Underneath up. the armpit, yeah. yeah. And like, Frank's donkey head. Punch, and it was sickening, like and the way Frank's, his head, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying, yeah. oops. Oops. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and that 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 post fight interview, it it was that was the um, uh, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers, of them. Yeah. That I'm was go- that was the one. You know what I mean? So, I'm gonna get oh, a Coors Light. Gonna, gonna get a Coors Light. That's right, a Coors Light, cause Bud Light won't pay me nothing. Mm. Frank Mir last time out had a horseshoe up his ass. <laughs> I pulled that so much down, I beat him over the head with it. Wasn't the cleverest of promos. That's still, better than your. Fun. That's better than your Lemmy impression for sure. I don't know. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, that's fucking killer. And uh, mm-hmm. this week, many many UFCs later, we have UFC two seventy six. Exactly seventy six UFCs later. Seventy six UFC pay per views later. Um, the, there's a lot to talk about, man. We obviously won't get to everything, but. We got some serious honorable mentions right in the uh in, in the prelims. I, I'm I'm unprofessional tonight with my phone. I like to have nice. my laptop, you know, but change of scenery. I mean I'm in actually in, in my bedroom. Uh I, I never wanted to do a happens. podcast from my bed. Exactly. <laughs> I never wanted to do a podcast from my bedroom. Uh, but we have family here, so I can't use the bar where I'm at. I, I don't actually have the gym where I want. Uh, to do it in surrounded hey. by the boxing bags hey, this in is the, the actual oops oops <laughs> in the actual <laughs> ring where it initially was conceived in my head so uh so here we are this is where we're doing the podcast ufc 276 breakdown coming right up all right and we are back ufc 276 live tonight bart excited yeah man Whew. yeah so where do, you, where, where do you want to start you want to start with the, the best eye tattoos in the game, Jessica Rose Clark. Let's do that. Jessica Rose Clark versus Julia Starolanko. Is that right? I don't know much about Julia, going to be totally honest, but I do know Jessica Rose Clark. She's pretty good. She's, right. she's been all right. I'd, I'd lean towards her. But really, it's the next fight on the card that I'm very interested in because you've got uh, Tadikas Duplacy taking on Brad right, Tavares. Tavares. Yeah, man. Now, uh, the, the, the odds makers have this as a pick Oh, is it? I I dry. Uh, the thing is, I am basically on the Drykus to Placey hype train. I've been on there for a while. So for me, uh, Brad Tavares is good. I, d- I don't see any area he's better than Drykus. And plus, yeah. he's got that aggressive South African accent that's just <laughs> a joy to hear. Absolutely. But again, uh, Brad has been at it longer. And from what we see Absolutely. as of what we see as of late is the the new assassins coming in and taking out the veterans who've probably just two or three fights away from retirement, you know. So it'll be an interesting one. Um I think for Dracus, Brad to place Brad Tavares is just a diamond mine that I'm about to plunder. 
that's better <laughs> definitely better than your uh than your lemmy impression your lemmy impression was good I, i'm not shitting on your lemmy impression but that south african accent sir flawless well done it's not bad oh, i'll do a whole podcast in south african one day for some reason it's an accent that i can do very well there you go man so I, I, I convinced someone i was south african for two days once <laughs> i'm not kidding you. i did it i believe <laughs> you uh obviously we got to talk about uriah hall one of the most um assassinating oh, how, how would you even say this uh in in the house in the tough um house he was a killer not so impressive that in the kick. ufc that kick was mm. just jaw stopping um but uh, like hasn't had the best ufc career outside of the tough environment um was supposed to fight chris Weidman. Weidman was so looking forward to that fight um no, he did that, fuck Chris no, Weidman. he, he fought Chris Weidman. Who who did he who pulled out? He pulled someone pulled out last minute against uh, Uriah Hall. It might have been Weidman, and then they rescheduled. They did it, yeah, they did yeah, reschedule, yeah. and then Weidman snapped his snapped leg. his leg like. Well, Anderson no, Silva. to be fair, let's give Uriah Hall credit. It was a great check. He checked the yes. kick perfectly, and that's what you're supposed to do. So yeah. I I give him the I give him the TKO in that one because I'm like, well, yeah. Well, he, he wasn't well, through the kick. You checked the kick. You checked it so well. You snapped his leg. That's a win. Like the Cheeto Vera, like kicking, like I'm out of his leg until it didn't work anymore. That's Correct. a win. Correct. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I don't know this guy, Andrea, 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 Andre, dude, Munas. Oh, dude, this guy, he's, um, he's a real problem at the middleweight. All right. I'm telling you. This guy. I mean, Uriah Hall, Uriah Hall is going to get submitted. He's going to get submitted. Yeah, he like he, he can't be the first, but he will be the next. That's happening. Wow. Andre Dude. Muniz, by submission, is probably the safest bet on this card. You sound incredibly confident, and I admire that because you're very knowledgeable. Um, I, I, Obviously, he's a, a grappler or a wrestler yeah. or a, a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Jiu-jitsu. Wow. Now here's the, here's the danger. Can Uriah take out the um the grappler on his way in? Is that no. a possibility? <laughs> no, not for me. <laughs> no, no, not for me. No, because he's got look. Okay, yeah, he does have four losses on his record, but they're quite a while ago. I mean they are, you know, it was a, you know, he has been knocked out. He's got he's got four losses by knockout. So look, let's be fair. If anyone can throw a knockout strike. It is Uriah Hall. But I'm looking at the 15 of 22 wins by submission. Yeah. And the fact that his last three fights in the UFC, well, yeah, three fights in the UFC, all by submission, all round one. Right. I think one was a technical submission because I believe he snapped Ronaldo Souza's arm. Oh, wow. Well, wow. yeah. So you might want to go back and check that out. Got to check uh, out the highlights of that. Yeah. For sure. It was. Oh, I, I think, yeah, it was, I think it just snapped. I think it's like, Shit. you saw his arm just like, I think it was like the top part of his arm, if I remember rightly. Not good. Yeah, it didn't look nice. Didn't look nice. There you go, man. Let me check that Andre one Andre Muniz. One more now. Very, very high on that guy. Uh, Jim Miller is fighting Donald Cerrone. Donald Cerrone had two fights pull out in the last month. Uh, he got food poisoning after the weigh-ins for... Um, uh is it dan joe lozan Um, yeah and then the second uh they they rescheduled a a month later and like last week 
I, I think Lausanne's knee popped out and then it popped back in again. And yes. uh, Dana basically said, it's going to be like Tony versus Khabib with these two. So I'm not booking that again. So I don't now, think that's quite, I think, I think he, sh- I think he should. Book that'd it be a great fight, dude. It'd be a fantastic yeah. fight. Stylistically, um, I just love it. But against Jim Miller, Donald Cerrone, two absolute warmongering assassins. I am so excited. That's going to be fireworks. And yeah. from my review of this card and the uh, what the pundits are saying, the disrespect that this is not on the the the, the pay per view, I, I I can't understand why so many awesome fighters are in the prelims here and they're Let leaving. Me... Oops. Oops. Sorry. And they're, and, and they're leaving four. Uh, fights for the main card, unless they're going to shuffle up one and have a five-fight main card. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they should put. Yeah, maybe they should have. The problem is, it's two title. A lot of the time, when they have two title fights, they will have a four-fight main card because the two title fights are both twenty-five oh, yeah. minutes. That's right. That's yeah. why. That's why they do that. So, my question to you was going to be like, yeah, okay, I understand. I understand and appreciate that they're big names. And that they are on the prelims. But which main event fight do you bump for them? Maybe probably put like Munoz versus O'Malley. O'Malley brings in the views though. He does. You put so, you 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 just chronologically put them in and open the fight card with um those guys and second fight Sean O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz. Yeah. But the, again, yeah, that's I, I just I want to clarify in case anyone is uh, wondering. I don't own a four point two billion dollar industry uh, company. You um, don't. I I don't, and I just want to make that clear in case there's confusion as to why I would make that decision. Um, I don't own that type of company, but I'm just suggesting a main card where people are paying fucking through the nose. You put five fights on there, man. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. What do I know? Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. When someone when someone puts their voice up like that, hey, maybe you're right. Maybe you right. know you're maybe full right. of shit. Maybe right. <laughs> um I don't know, man. I, I want to take I'll never bet against Donald Cerrone. Uh, I want to see hey. him right into the sunset and finish. Do you know what's interesting about this one looking at the odds? Is that Donald Cerrone knocked out Jim Miller the last time they fought head kick? They did. They fought already. It definitely right? was. Yeah, they fought already. And um, and Cerrone, because I've bro- I've already started doing my research into these for my breakdown on uh, Friday, catching on the Burt Locker. I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, check out the Burt Locker guys. This is where I get all my information. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting that Don Cerrone is an underdog here. They got him down mm-hmm. as an underdog, which is strange so many variables though so there many are variables. but generally if if somebody has beaten somebody before they they tend to get a level of respect at the bookies that Cerrone is just not getting all right let, he is on a bit of a skid <laughs> a bit of a skid let's let's play hypothetical here right uh 155 pounds max holloway versus conor mcgregor who's favorite holloway probably there you go yeah, because time has passed. Uh, one yeah. is like poor Donald. You know, I just uh, fight one more win and get the fuck out of there. Don't go out he's like the, Chuck fighting the, Tito. The, well, he wants to get to 50 fights, doesn't he? So whatever yeah. happens, I think he's getting he's getting this one and one more and then that's it. He's done. Yeah, man. I don't know. Let's see. Either way, fun yeah. fight. 
Ian McGarry or not Ian Gary versus Gabe Green. You know what? That's I mean Ian Gary. Sorry, you were like, saying. Go ahead. Yeah, he's. Uh, sorry, I wasn't looking at you. I couldn't see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. but Ian Gary, he's been like a lot of people have said that he's being given kind of gimme fights. Yeah, this isn't one. Gabriel Green's quietly pretty. He's tough. He's pretty tough. And with Gabriel Green, it's kind of pick your poison. He'll he'll submit you. He'll 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 knock you out. He's he's pretty good. This is a good test for Ian Gary. We're going to find out where he is. I'm excited yeah. to see it. I really am. I'm not picking against Ian Gary, but yeah. So the thing about Irish fighters is we got boxing for sure. Yeah. We, we got a, a certain degree of Muay Thai kickboxing. Uh, we definitely Often have drunk. 100%. <laughs> Three o'clock outside McDonald's, you know? Three o'clock in the morning. Um, the one thing, like we have jujitsu, obviously we have judo as well. The one thing we don't have is grappling, like real, true, like US college wrestling, where these guys just start when they're six and they're cutting weight when they're 10. And they're yeah, double, uh, they're double legging when they're 15 and they're killing guys when they're 18 to 20, you know, that's what we don't have. And this guy, Ian Gary, I have seen him come up through the ranks. I, I knew who he was before he hit the UFC. Um, you know, good on his feet, good off his back, but to get taken down by these wrestlers, especially the U S guys or the, these new breed of Dagestani guys who just smother you, you know what I mean? It's, it's see you at the weekend thing to watch i did i did see the disrespect just the uh, stomping on his face from standing yeah i told you he could kick didn't i i you said did. in my video i said look dude can kick like he's got yeah. ridiculous kicks and we saw it we saw a bit of it definitely saw a bit of it yeah man you you hit the nail on the head there so let's see what happens with ian um don't know who macy barber is but she's fighting jessica i love jessica i one of my I favorites from the earlies is that early i'm working my way up i'm sorry yeah yeah i thought yeah. it was on the early prelims i don't yeah. know if it's chronological here maybe that's early I don't know. rob robbie lawler is also on the early prelims yes no yeah, regular prelims regular okay and he's yeah, fighting. I think I unless, unless they've moved uh they've moved someone around since mm -hmm. uh because yeah macy barber that, that's it oh hang on macy barber's coming as the favorite there interesting that's interesting yeah. Odd wise, that is interesting because I mean, Macy Barb is really good, but Jessica Rye is a grizzled veteran. Mm -hmm. True. There's, there's not a lot that will work on her. We'll see. We'll see. What about Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barbarena? What a fight. Stylistically, what a fight. Yeah. Is it going to be a war, though? Those guys are in the game too long. You know? One um, of them is. <laughs> For sure, Robbie, for sure, Robbie. I just don't, you never like know that we're more educated on brain trauma and what we see from just retired fighters who have interviews where they they don't like, you need subtitles. I mean, look at Stipe Miocic, man. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying? Um, I'll be totally honest. Robbie Lawler interview wise has never sounded like the, like with, with the greatest of respect, He's never sounded like the sharpest tool in the shed. Like, yeah. we're, honestly, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. He's the reason I started watching mixed martial arts. 
Like, you know, love the dude. Fight IQ in terms of fighting that he's he's got intelligence. He knows how like what he's doing, but it's just on the microphone. He's always been a little bit like, um, like just I don't almost say state any of it. Just kind of like, oh, where's my title? Huh? Yeah. Where's my title? I'm coming for coming for you. And it's just like that wasn't yeah. as good as your Lemmy impression. Yeah. Man. No, it wasn't. No, that it wasn't. Was, that was I terrible. Can't, I can't do a Robbie Lawler. It's a difficult one to do. <laughs> Um, and then finally, we have Brad Riddle versus Yalin Turner. Don't know either of those dudes, but I wish him the very best of luck. Tell you what, great fight that. Is it? That's a great fight. Jalen Turner, he is a finisher. Right. He, is, he, he, is, he is so legit. He's, he's, I've been on the Jalen Turner hype train for a while. The Tarantula, mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. 12 wins, 12 finishes. Kind of wow. Only three submissions, nine by knockout. He's just got such a big frame. For the welterweight, mm-hmm. how tall is he? Six three, yeah, six three, six three. Wow, six three, welterweight reach. Yeah, and like Riddell, like don't get me wrong, Riddell's brilliant. Like he's he's a fucking good kickboxer. If anybody could chop down the legs and kind of and find a way to put a hurt in on Jalen Turner, it is Brad Riddell. Because uh, we saw Brad Riddell fighting, he lost to Rafael, Rafael Fazeev. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got uh, spin kicked and into oblivion. I like to say, but um, yeah, Jalen Turner for me, he's a problem in that division. He's like another one of these guys that will be interesting when you see him fight the likes of um, Shavkat Rathmanov mm-hmm. and uh, and your uh, Dagestani's, yeah, your Dagestani's and um, your Swedes. Yeah, Was he yeah. Swedish? I kill, I kill everybody. Brilliant. I'd love to see that fight. Good fight. Yeah. Very good fight. Oh. That'll be a fun one. I'd circle that one as one to really watch as well. Jalen Turner versus Brad Waddell. Because again, man. it's one of those ones where you're going to find out where Jalen Turner is. Similar to Ian Gary. Like Brad Waddell's no picnic. Like right. He's a good, good opponent. And, but Jalen Turner's just got he's got the attributes, as Connor would say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call Connor McGregor on this podcast, man. You'll I never be you'll never be asked back. I tell you, <laughs> you I can only humbly <laughs> apologize. I'll block you from the comment section. I'm, okay, okay, right. I'm sure somebody said attributes other than Connor McGregor. I'll just say he has attributes. That's all right. I let I let I let it go this time. Uh, we got the main card. Now we we do mention. Oh no, wait! You were mentioning four fights on the uh, on the type on the two title fight, mm. main event and co-main event. But um, there uh, there was five. There was um, Misha Tate versus um, Laura, Lauren Ma- Lauren Murphy Murphy. Yeah, and she- they're trying. They're trying to find a last minute opponent for Tate. Yeah, that's why they haven't replaced it on the card yet. They're trying ah, to find right. an opponent. That makes sense. But who's going to step in and fight um, Misha last minute? You'd have to be out of your mind. Anybody that wants to try and make a name for himself. Yeah, but you're not. You, you, you got. If, you, if, you, if you're a younger fighter in that weight class, take that fight. Take it. Yeah. What you got to lose? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, whoever you fight, you might get hurt. Put aside all the dangers from actually fighting. You're a fighter. You're probably okay with that. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know. But if you if you want to show the UFC that you're a team player, you know you 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 will get 
the special treatment afterwards. Like Donald Cerrone, there's a reason they're letting him get to 50 fights. They they could have cut his ass a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah. he's a team player. He's a company man. And they ain't going to do him dirty like that. True. So he said he wants to get to 50 fights, like pending doctors saying, don't let this guy fight. They're going to let him do it. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, You're right. There was a guy that came in and fought DC uh, last minute. He um, he was working at some sort of cafe or Dunkin' Donuts or something and got a phone call. Um, bald guy. I not, do know him. Not, non, Non-African American. Yeah, wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. Cummins. Cummins, yes. Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins. Pat Tim Cummins. Cummins. Pat yeah. Cummins. Yeah. yeah, he fought on like four days. He was notice. in there. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So moving to the main event, uh, the 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 main card. Um, let's start with the the, the fourth last. Uh, so far, this is going to be my fo- two the 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 fir- ah. I'm slurring my words. The first two fights are the I guess the first two fights of a four fight card are for me the two likely fights of the night. Um. Pedro Munoz versus Sean O'Malley. And we all know what's happening with Sean O'Malley and the fact that he's strategically mastering his career on who he fights and when and for what money. Mm -hmm. So if you're a guy who likes to see someone beat the game and beat the man, you're going to root for Sean O'Malley. Um, I love what he's doing. I love what they're doing for him. And now he's fighting a guy in the top 10 who it's a good matchup for him. Yeah, the thing is, though, who have we seen Sean O'Malley fight? Nobody, strategically. But when you look at what Pedro brings to the table, I think Sean takes him out. I would say that Sean O'Malley has fought one person of note. You're saying Sean has fought someone who should have been in the top 10? Who is in the top 10? Who isn't? Who did he fight in the top 10? Cheeto Vera. He lost. I thought, I thought he was, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was in top 15. Cheeto, Cheeto wasn't in the top, I don't think he was in the top 10 at the time. He certainly is now. Look at where Cheeto right. Vera is. Look, look how good Cheeto Vera is. But it wasn't that the controversial one where Sean broke his leg? He didn't break his leg. Cheeto kicked his leg and his leg yeah. gave out. I guess. But that's, say, yeah. that's not the first time that Sean's leg has given out. Ah, the Contender before. Series. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You know, wow. Do you, do you know who's got some real nice low kicks? Pedro. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're showing me up here, man. This is why people, this is why I watch the Burt Locker. I get all this <laughs> fucking information. You know? He's going to take those brittle legs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that one. Like, it's going to be. Regardless, it's going to be a good fight. It's uh, it, For me, it could be potentially fight of the night because now we're going to see Sean fight for a new contract, new money, bigger bucks, um, and against a guy who can potentially do some damage. You're stopping me? No, no, no. I'm not stopping. I'm putting my hand up to say that I have something to say. Just when you've got a second. Go I ahead. Interrupt you. <laughs> From what I've heard, uh, Sean's contract has been renegotiated already. That's why he's now fighting the top 10. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That the now oh, okay, he's sorry. yeah. So you're not going to see him uh, like he fought that guy who came in with the green hair and picked him apart for like three rounds. Chris Matinio, yeah. Yeah, um, I think now that there's new 
money on the table and a new contract and new prospects, I think you're going to see a killer come in and go, all right, I'm here, motherfucker, let's go. So yeah, maybe could, I, mean, I could be wrong, but we could see it. Look, Sean O'Malley is good. Like, there's no denying that. He's got something about him. I enjoy watching him. I enjoy what he brings to the table. I've enjoyed him doing like what he's been doing to these people that are just frankly not. He knows they're not in his league. He knows that he's beating them. Um, I mean, all with the exception of that one guy, Chito Vera was the first one where people were like, hmm, this could be. I don't know if he's going to have it all his own way. And the question, the, the hard and fun, well, how it happened is irrelevant. Did he get the win? The answer is no. Yeah, true. This is this is another one of those matchups where I'm fairly sure we're not going to see him have it all his own way. And yeah, Pedro Munoz is he's a tough guy, man. Yeah. He's so he's so tough. He's not he's not going to buy into that. He's not going to beat himself mentally. Like some of these like kids that are like that because he Sean O'Malley might be younger than a lot of the guys he's been fighting. That but like these guys that are not in the, they're not ranked, right? They've seen the hype of Sean O'Malley, they've already beaten themselves in his head. Pedro Munoz is not buying into that. Yeah. Pedro Munoz is not coming in there to lose. He may still, but I'm just saying as an underdog, there's certainly some value on Pedro Munoz there, especially with the leg issue. Yeah. I would say that. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here because I watched our our a podcast limb. a limb <laughs> with a P, with with a P limb a limb no, limb because of the leg a leg's yeah. a limb is <laughs> it uh. fucking comedian over here <laughs> <laughs> um I watched our podcast back and I'm I'm yeah. trying I'm like those uh, horoscope fucking reading guys where it's like something may happen that's gonna upset your day but something may that you don't know may interject and your day is gonna be fine. I want to be specific and make some serious claims here on this episode, right? Okay. And, and after the episode, I'm going to, if, if I'm right, I'm going to shove it down people's face and go, I know fighting. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to I make like that. There you go, man. And if I'm embarrassing myself, I'm embarrassing myself. What are you nah, going to do? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say Sean O'Malley is going to get this victory and it's going to be a vicious TKO. I'm not saying KO. But I'm saying it's going to be a vicious TKO. What do you think? I'm going Pedro Munoz leg kick TKO. I think that Sean O'Malley has got something wrong with those legs. You don't get um, on two occasions. So I'm not. You know, it's, it, I'm not wishing ill on anybody, but I've just seen it to me. So I, there, there's a weakness there. And Pedro Munoz isn't a dummy. His, his coaches aren't dummies. They're going to be like, you see what he leaves open there. That low calf kick, he hates that. Do you want to go ahead and just boop. <laughs> sweep the leg? Uh, moving on to Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. Um, again, potential fight of the night, man. These, Great these... pronunciation there, by the way. I got it from I was you. Always taught it was yeah, because because you're always taught, aren't you? That it's Pereira, yeah, not Pereira. Apparently, know. it's Pereira. Got to roll the apparently, R's. Apparently, apparently, it's with an R, not a not a H. Correct. Which is weird. Yeah. Which is weird. So, um, you know, we all know Sean Strickland. He has a screw loose. He's very loose tongued on the microphone. I love the fact that he talks during fights. Um, it's entertaining. Uh, aside from the entertainment factor, the guy throws with cruel intentions. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to see this fight because I think Alex is a killer. 
Uh, he's well-rounded. He's got the striking. He's got the wrestling. He's got the jujitsu. Uh, he's got patience. Um, patience against a guy like Sean Strickland is needed. Uh, but again, going out on a limb here, I'm going to, out of my comfort zone, make a cruel prediction. I'm going to say it's going to be, unfortunately, way I've analyzed this, it's going to be three rounds, but it's going to be a unanimous decision for Sean Strickland, but it's going to be a standing war. Interesting. See, the thing I like about this one is, as you said, look, Sean Strickland, he's not going to knock you out with one punch. He can, obviously, he's got that ability. Like He's, he's a fighter, for God's sake. He's a middleweight. He's not a small guy. But generally speaking, he hurts people when he hits them. Does that make sense? Rather than separating them from their consciousness, like he makes people kind of curl up and go, ah, more. Does that make sense? So am I, it's, it's 100%. 100%. And I'll tell you why. I could hit somebody with a jab straight right, and I could get them in the chin with both punches, and it might hurt them and send them into queer street. Or I could go straight for the bridge of your nose and really make you feel the pain of those two punches. And you're not going to be wobbly. You're not going to be going down or anything like that. But you're going to be like, what the fuck just hit me? I'm in so much pain. And that is what Sean Strickland does, isn't it? I'm Correct. not, because I've been watching a lot of his fights. And when he hits people, they wince. Yeah. That's the thing. He doesn't necessarily put people like out. He doesn't separate them from their set. He just, he, he hits them until they're like, ah, oh, God, I hate this. And then they start covering up and then he'll move them for the kill. Yeah. Who've you got? I, sorry, yeah, I was, was going to say, I don't think he's going to do that against Alex Pajero. I think that, I think the cleanest path to victory for Sean Strickland is to try and get the grappling going. I don't think that he's going to do Alex Pajero, he, Pereira, sorry. Um, you got it. He trains. He trains with Glover Teixeira, and he's obviously been playing. He's been. He's been. He, he, Pereira knows everybody's trying to take him down. He knows that, and he's been training for that. And the guy, it looks like he's made out of bloody like steel cable for fuck's sake. <laughs> like he's so ripped. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous ridiculous like how do you hurt that guy i don't i don't i don't think that sean strickland is going to be uh i, I don't think he's going to be able to hurt alex Pajera. I, I honestly think that when strickland is used to people like kind of like covering up and cowering i think Pereira is going to be like i've been kickboxing since i was five you think this bothers me yeah, yeah, yeah. i think i think honestly Pereira is gonna uh gonna find that power I think I think Strickland's going to possibly try. I think that he's going to try and get this to the ground. I think that will be the smart thing to do. I think Strickland grappling. I think he would have a much better time. But Pereira's also quite, got pretty good takedown defense, and also there's the hubris of Strickland. Strickland probably wants to try and stand with him. Probably wants to try and knock this guy up just because yeah. he is who he is. I think that would be a mistake. I think Pereira gets the knockout. Because he hits, right. yeah, because he, because he, he's a man that will hit you to knock you senseless. Yeah, not hurt you. I mean, obviously, he will happily hurt you as well, but he has that power that will, boom. And then, then it doesn't even matter if you're hurt or not. You're out. You're yeah, done for real. 
Yeah, yeah. So you picked opposite for me for the first two. Let's see how the second two go. Uh, very, very excited for the co-main event of the evening. These guys have fought twice. Um, it's one of those ones where it's it's cool to give the general opinion that's out there. It's like hating Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. Max lost both fights. It doesn't matter what anybody's opinion is. The judges gave it to Ma- uh, to Alexander. Um, what's changed since then? Who's the better fighter? Who's more active? Uh, I think it's, um, and, and I say this with way too much confidence, and the fact that I, on a personal level, don't necessarily favor Alexander, and I do favor Max, I want to see Max win. I just don't think he gets it done. I think it's and still, and it's going to be a five-round spectacular fight. Couldn't agree more. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. You know what? I think that, right, as much as I like watching these two guys fight, I think that it is bullshit that this fight is happening again. I'll tell you why. Right. If you fight somebody as good as Max Holloway enough times, he's going to get one over you. And I understand why, like, he's just getting unlimited do-overs. I understand who he is. I understand that he's beaten a few more people now, but he's lost to Volkanovski twice. Right. How many times do you have to beat the same guy to say, look, enough's enough? Are they going to say enough is enough after this? What happens if Max Holloway wins this one? Then you're going to have to do this one again, straight away. You yeah. cannot give Max Holloway two... Um, like, I know he's had fights in between. I understand that. Before you get into the comments, I get it. I know. I know. All right? But the fact of the matter is, he will have fought Volkanovski for the title twice. Volkanovski will have beaten him twice, right? They fight a third time. If he gets the win over Volkanovski in a close fight, how do you not give Volkanovski an instant rematch? You can't not. That would be disrespectful. And I think, honestly, it's a little bit disrespectful this fight is even happening. I really do. Yeah. Because- my, my question to that is, who would Max be overstepping? This is the problem with the depth of that division. Who's yeah. Max overstepping? that stops that fight happening and then max gets number three and if max wins as you rightly say it would be disrespectful not to give alexander um an immediate rematch who who is max overstepping right now i i would quite like well until he lost to josh emmett uh in a very close fight i was thinking kevin cater or possibly Mm -hmm. josh emmett uh one of those guys that's coming up in like the kind of four or fives uh, of the division would i i would prefer to see Volkanovski defending his belt against one of those guys rather than shoehorning in. It's not a trilogy. Yeah. They keep calling it a trilogy. It ain't a trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Because Max hasn't won one of them. It's not a trilogy. It's a, well, it's yeah, a the, consolation. The term, I guess, <laughs> it's it's being misused, isn't it? Because yes, the, the, there fir- are three fights. <laughs> the first fight, then there's the rematch, and then there's the rubber match. And the, that only happens when it's that one and one. Yeah. So this is Which technically this a trilogy, but it's it's not like it's just the shit kind. <laughs> yeah. It's it's no, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love the fight. I'll watch them fight every week if we could because they're so evenly matched and it's fun to see. Yeah. Um my, my pick is Volkanovsky. I think that he's I feel like he's gotten 
we've seen more from him. Like you watched how good his striking was against uh, Korean Zombie not that long ago. Yeah, like his striker, just... he was so fast. And Korean Zombie's a striker by trade. He's good, mm. right? And, and Volkanovski made him look like a fucking rank amateur. And, yeah. uh, it was, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to watch yeah. that because yeah. you just and, see his head get taken off, right? And also outside of like the submission attempts. How close was Ortega to beating Volkanovski really? Yeah. Not, not. And, and that's another thing. It's like, how do you submit a guy that doesn't need oxygen, apparently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, those are so tight. Like, yeah. so yeah, I, don't, I think the submission's out. I don't think, I, I don't think I'd waste my time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, yeah. I, 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 the thing is, right, is I like Max Holloway. I think he's a, he's he's one of the all-time greats in the featherweight division. Absolutely, uh, I, I love his whole his whole mantra, his whole you know the 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 Hawaiian thing. Just he, he's just he's just a cool guy. He he plays video games. I like that shit. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> However, I'm kind of not only have I picked Volkanovski in this one, but I actually really want him to win because then that puts a line under it. It's like, look, how many yeah. times do you want me to beat this guy? Like, yeah. you can't just keep on giving him unlimited do-overs. Look, have have Volkanovski win this one. Maybe fight Josh Emmett. If he wins that one, maybe send him up to 155. Challenge for that one because he's a big, he's a big guy. Yeah. Like, he used to walk around at 200. Like, people... yeah, yeah, I saw the pictures of him playing rugby. <sighs> yeah, he was 200 pounds, by yeah. the way, guys. I think he was like 203. Like, not the. 230 pounds that people keep on talking to there's a huge difference between 200 and 230 there's yeah. there's quite a big difference right True. he was ne- he was never 230 pounds to my knowledge but people keep on talking about how he walked around at heavyweight no he didn't he walked around yeah. at, you know actually he walked around at middleweight technically because he wasn't uh, yeah. over 205 i don't think but either way volkanovsky you got volkanovsky cheers. for that cheers one cheers to you sir cheers to you uh, and then the main event of the evening, I, I'm torn with this one because I'm super confident and then I'm not super confident when I think about it. And then I rethink about it and I'm super confident again. So here, here's we my about to agree again. I hope not because Holy me shit. agreeing with you is, is not fun. No, it's curtains <laughs> because it's curtains for your picks, dude. My picks are fucking shocking. They're yeah. not called terrible bets. But we got we got that rapport going now where I think in a few more UFC episodes, I'll be able to wake up on a Sunday morning and send you private messages, just shoving it down your neck whenever I get something right. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. You no, go I mean? for it. Enough people do that in the comment section anyway. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Um, Israel Adesanya is a special dude, man. Um he's he's got one of the scariest things i've ever seen in his highlight reel maybe you know what this is he fought like a muay thai tournament a local muay thai tournament and uh, it's between round one and round two you know the story i'm about to tell go on so basically the guy goes to give him a high five and he snubs the high five and the guy goes back to his corner and his coach is there toweling him down and whatever and Israel Adesanya stays in the middle of the ring, staring his opponent down, does not go to the corner, does not sit down, does not talk to his coach, does not get a drink of water, just stands there breathing. And then round two starts. Fucking beautiful. Won the fight, obviously. Um, but 
Israel's backstory and his his level of confidence and what he's able to do. Take the Yan fight out of this. Israel's a special guy. He get he gets hit when he gets sloppy and stops uh, or, or starts showboating like Anderson versus Chris Weidman. And we saw that in the Robert Whitaker first fight. Um, Cannoneer's dangerous. Cannoneer is aggressive. Cannoneer is strong. Cannoneer stopped Anderson Silva with a leg kick. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say it's going to be Israel Adesanya, a comfortable course to five rounds and just pick his shots. But the caveat to that opinion is if Adesanya gets sloppy, I think Cannoneer can knock him out. We may see a new champion. I could be completely off on that. Curious to hear your thoughts. I agree. <laughs> oh my God. We agree too much, man. This could be our final episode. It could be. Uh, right. Because <laughs> the, the interesting thing with, because um, you mentioned the Cannoneer when he fought Anderson Silva, he, he stopped him with leg kick, but actually he was beating him on the feet anyway. Yeah. Uh, or you could chalk that up to, a, you know, maybe Anderson had one fight too many, whatever. Fact of the matter is, he was doing that. Now, um, Cannoneer, he's, he's, he's just, he has got ridiculous power, actually. Like when you look at kind of, I'm trying to remember who he fought earlier on in his career. Excuse me whilst I look this up, but he, he's definitely stopped a lot of people. What's he got? 10 knockouts, 10 out of 15 yeah. wins by knockout. Yeah. So obviously, the elbows. Was it Brunson? Yeah, Brunson. yeah. Brunson, he Brunson yeah. The, those elbows were ridiculous. Like, just kind of sickening, actually. Um, Shame on him for putting those through his face. Who else did he? Yeah, see. Hermanson he knocked out. David Branch as well. Okay, nice. so. God, that took so long to fucking load. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. But yeah, so yeah, look. He's also got something else that Israel Adesanya doesn't have. Belief. No, I'm kidding. But Adesanya, Adesanya has belief. But he also, but, but Jared Kanani has those crystals. He loves the crystals. Have you seen this? I've never seen them, no. Oh, no, no. He's, he's well into like, you know, he believes in like the power of like crystals. He always has like crystals. Wow. Him. And he believes in their power. And is that commissioned in his? Uh, is that approved by the commission in his gloves? Or well, no, I don't think he carries them in his gloves. But there you go. He's a fuck me. He's thirty eight though. Oh, yeah, because I, I believe in I believe in whiskey. I'm not allowed to bring one of those into a boxing ring. You know what I mean? Not only in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's actually true. There's that old school old school story with uh, Bass Rutan when he was in Pride, where he would get whiskey and chug whiskey. Um, really? and spit it out before he entered the ring and when the referee brought the guys together for the basic rules he would just breathe on the guy and go oh shit this guy's drinking whiskey I'm fucking dead here but uh, so yeah what are you going to do are you going to take are you going to take Israel or are you going to take Jared for me I mean betting wise obviously I'm going to take Jared kind of there's no point in betting on his uh, he's a minus 365 favorite outrageous um, yeah it's huge problem is Israel Adesanya, the thing is, the, uh, uh, the, the, the thing that makes me think that maybe Cannoneer could have a shot is Adesanya's attitude towards this fight. Because Adesanya said on a few occasions that he, because he's been criticized a lot lately 
you know that and people could but he's an elite level athlete i understand yeah he can he can probably push that to the back of his mind but people are expecting good performances from him because i'm trying to see when was the last time that adesanya had like a really standout performance i think it might have been robert whisker yeah, so, the, the the knockout, the last uh, was Whittaker two, where he knocked yeah. him out. But but that was the last. That was one. It wasn't just the last knockout, because the thing is, right? Gamrot versus Sarukian shows last weekend that you don't need a fight to be finished in order for it to be an impressive contest. Yeah. But I mean, like the the Whittaker fight, he just kind of coasted. I felt like you know Marvin Vittori coasted. Jan Blakovich lost. Okay, Paolo Costa, he smashed him up. But Paolo Costa, I, I think Paolo Costa was vastly overrated and shouldn't have actually been in that type of fight anyway. I said that before the fight. I said, why is Paolo Costa even here? Like, yeah. he's not that good. He ain't. Like, he's got good kicks. He's got power. That's it. He's got no fight IQ. He just he, 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 he will get picked apart by Israel Adesanya, and that's what happened. That was not a hard fight for Israel. It really yeah. wasn't. That was a gimme, I thought. And, uh, you know, come at me, Paolo Costa. Yeah. Like, you know, In the comments. Him. Yeah, fuck, fuck him and fuck his wine as well. There you go. <laughs> like Romero, very safe. Very safe. Just Ades- look, Adesanya, he can win fights all day if he just fights safe. And he says that he's going to go out there to try and knock Cannoneer out. I don't believe him. I think he yeah. probably plays safe again. And honestly, if you want, if you want a safe bet, get, take Israel Adesanya by decision. I think it, I think that's probably yeah. the safe one. Of the, other than Muniz by submission, I think that's probably one of the safest bets on the card. I uh, just, I, I think that's pretty accurate. And if there's ever going to be a knockout in this one, it's going to be on Cannoneer's side. I think you so. Might, yeah, I think you might right. catch him getting sloppy. That's or something. what I'm hoping for. Yeah, so let's see. I, I don't know if he's the champion, though. What, what's what's going to happen to Israel? I don't know, man. I, I, you don't want to see these guys that are up and coming lose, but it's just like you got to shake it up from time to time. But it's going to be an exciting card nonetheless, right? It'll be fantastic. Yeah, Can't man. wait to see it. For real, Can't man. I, I love breaking these fights down with you, man. It's a, a so Same, much dude. fun. Same. Yeah, no, I've had a great laugh. It's been, it's awesome. been brilliant. Where can the people find you, man? What are you? Uh, where are you? What are you doing? And who are you with? I am... Um, yeah, the Burt Locker on YouTube. Obviously, uh, I'm on uh, Patreon as well, which is the Burt Locker on Patreon. I've started doing something new on the Patreon. Rather than doing an early access to the picks, I do extra picks for the Patreon only because I feel like then it's extra content and also just allows me to it allows me to not have to post so much stuff on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 nice when I've already scheduled all my posts and I can kind of take the Saturday afternoon off. Yeah, man. A couple of beers. Yeah, social media can be a beast, right? Oh, fuck me. Yeah. It's a tough one. The posting is the hard part, honestly. Yeah. I I see why, like, real, I I say real podcasts. I think we're real podcasters because we're doing it. We're we're committed and we're doing it. But the the slightly more successful podcasters, I would say, I can (laughs) see why, I can see why they hire um, producers to do it all for them. Because yeah. it takes so much time. Most of the time is taken up in posting, just posting, just relentlessly posting to stories, to, to Twitter, just all over the place. So basically, guys, if you could follow Dave, just share this video, like and subscribe. Also, 
come and check me out on YouTube. And then if you fancy some extra pics, come over to the Patreon as well. But most importantly, just tell your friends. Tell people to come and check us out because we're funny. We're funny. We break fights down really well. And it's a goddamn good time. Absolutely, and man. Also, I want to be able to afford, an, a, produ afford a producer. So <laughs> let me know in the comments. There you if go. you think I'm out of my mind, call me a wanker. I don't care. Just help the algorithm. You fucks. <laughs> there you go. You fucks. Yeah, you sound like, uh, uh, it's like what was it Phoebe from Friends? She made that comment. Okay, guys. And if you want to see, uh, or if you want to get emails about my upcoming shows, give me money so I can buy a computer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, there you go, it. man. Do me a favor, guys. If you like and enjoy this video, like it, hit the like button. It doesn't take too much time out of your fucking day. Just hit the like button. There's so many people that watch my show that are not hitting the like button and you're not doing your job. I'm doing my fucking job. Uh, subscribe, go to the Burt Locker, hit subscribe with him and subscribe to me. And then uh, what else is there, man? Go to our social media platforms and just like what we put up there. Like, likes are the new currency, man. In about 10 years, Bitcoin, the central banks, you name it, they're all going to be gone. The whole world is going to be revolved around, around likes and comments. And we're going to be ahead of the game, right? That's true. Yeah, that is true. Know, Although I hear sheep coins making a comeback, but... I mean, I don't do that. Oh, God, don't do that. That's worse than my bets. God, <laughs> please. Awesome, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Bert, it has been an absolute pleasure once again, and we will do it another time. Yeah, definitely. Rock and roll, guys. Thank you very much.